Moss Eisley, Anchorhead, Moss Espa. Question, what do these things all have in common? Everybody knows that they all have a market. <laughs> this week we're covering the classic summer staple, Farmer's Markets. Oh! Baby. Oh, wait. That's what we do on the Patreon. <laughs> hi. Hi, Mike. I'm so confused hi, already. Hi, Josiah. And hi, listeners. Hi, listeners. Sorry that you heard me say the thing we do on the Patreon. Um, but if that sounded fun to you, you should go <laughs> listen to the Patreon. <laughs> what What better promotion for our Patreon than sighing? <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Yeah, that's classic But yes, Patreon. welcome one and all to the podcast. It's called How Star Wars Is It? That's true. And it's the only podcast... Where um, we ask the question, how Star Wars is it? We do ask that, and that should be enough for you. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That should be enough to explain it, but we'll go on further to explain it. Yeah, we will we'll, say, we'll beat it to death. We'll make we'll a, an to analogy death. to cooking. Yeah, we'll make an analogy to cooking. We'll make an analogy to uh, chili. We take everything Star Wars. That's books. Movies. Number one, absolutely. Books always are included. B- books is always included. We've done a lot of books. <laughs> And we will continue to do many books. Yeah. We did one episode called Star Wars Legends slash EU, and we half remembered a bunch of shit we read when we were 11. <laughs> yeah. And that is the level of... Dem- investigation. And investigation <laughs> and research yeah. that you'll find on this podcast, um, which is an important and definitive review podcast. But what else is in the chili? I'm going to start saying definitive and important review podcast like it says in our description. Uh-huh. I'm going to start saying that just so that there's like consistency, you sure, know what I mean? Sure. Like between our vo- our verbal description and our one on the podcast apps. Right. What did you ask me? Uh you were saying that Star Wars is like a chili, but you said something about books. Oh yeah, you take everything Star Wars, books, movies, TV shows, video games, comics, all of it. You all put Star it all into Wars one big pot. Content. You get that pot of boiling. You then then you get it down to simmering. Uh oh, hello. Then you mix it all up. You get it nice. You let it go for like maybe six or seven hours. Oh, Mike is frozen on my screen. Did I freeze? I or wonder did if you? he can hear me talk. Uh oh, I'm gonna keep talking and maybe he'll catch up. And then you take all that. That is your Star Wars chili. That is a ten out of ten. All right, so we, we're comparing everything to that platonic ideal of Star Wars. Okay? Does that make sense, everyone? Good. Now, Mike is still frozen, so I'm going to go figure out what is going on with him. Because he is frozen, and I cannot hear him or see him. Uh-oh. I'm the host now. Oh, Mike, hello. hello. I can see you and hear you again. Ah, Sorry, everyone. I dropped out there. Everything is still recording on my end. So what I what I heard you leave off at was you get everything a boiling. I basically just gave him the whole spiel. So we're we're done. I just kept Fuck. going because once I realized you were frozen, I was like, I'm just gonna finish this thought and then we'll get him when he comes back. Oh no, he froze again. Oh no. Oh, Hello? you're back. Okay, I'm gonna go off video and maybe that'll help. All right, I'll just look at myself talk. This is great. Yeah, that's fine. 
Hey, me. What's up? Or maybe this is now this is disconcerting. I got to turn off my video. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, here we go. We're just two guys talking in a room. <laughs> talking at a computer. Should we just do it clean? At <laughs> no, let's keep going. I, okay. I finished I finish the explanation of the podcast. Okay, great. Good explanation, Josiah. Thanks. <laughs> Mike is back now. He was gone for a second, but he's back now. And yes. this week and, on the and podcast, this week when when we're when we're we're talking about the Star Wars chili, um, you know where a lot of times you make a chili, a big old Ooh. outdoor chili cook-off, and you know yes. what's kinda like that? A farmer's market. This is true. Those things are similar in some ways. Now I just caught myself thinking, wait a second, we do have at least one, if not maybe even as many as three fans overseas. Now, do do other countries mm. have what we call a farmer's market? I, I had that thought. And then I remembered when Caitlin and I were living in Edinburgh for a week, we went to our neighborhood's farmer's market. And that is that, what it was called. So. so, yes. Confirmation, there's at least farmer's markets in Scotland. <laughs> Uh, that's where that is, I think. Which yes, I know we have at least right. a Scottish listener that that I've that we have spoken with. So that's right. So yeah, uh, there, Scot Scot Scotland. Wait, what? Squirt, squirt, squirtle, <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirtle. Um, there are farmers markets overseas. Yes, and there are farmers markets <laughs> underseas. <laughs> Welcome to Atlantis, the farmer's market. Oh, Mike is back on video Yeah, I just wanted to see if it was going to work. I think it is now. Hi, it's me. I'm back on video now. Um, I couldn't be the only one on video. It felt strange. When we were trying to... This is another classic... um, Oh, shit. We haven't watched any movies in common lately. What are we going to talk about? And these are happening all over the damn place in my neighborhood and others in the city yeah. because uh, it's the summer, baby. It's summertime. And, and you know, I love a farmer's market. I like an outdoor street festival, but you go to those and you kind of think, man, I guess what I like is a farmer's market. Yeah, totally. Uh, unless it's an outdoor art festival, and that's a different story because I like looking at art. But an outdoor street festival is always like, oh, right, the same food. Yeah, the same food <laughs> over and over again. Insane potatoes that you, like, open up into, like, little discs via a, like, hand drill. <laughs> oh, yeah, those things are crazy, man. Yeah. Like, wee, 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 yeah. wee. That's how my mom used to make apple pies. Mm. You'd open up them app. You'd open up them apples. Uh huh. And make them into big old spirals. Yeah, yeah. And then they bake them up all good. You know, you gotta use you gotta use Granny Smith apples sure, for apple pie because they're tart. They're tart because if you use regular sweet apples, it's gonna be too sweet. Yeah, yeah. That pie's already gonna be pretty sweet with that filling. Plus, isn't it something to do with the cooking of the? Tartness ends up making it sweet, but if you cook something sweet, it goes into it goes ridiculous territory. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Too sweet. Toot sweet. Toot sweet. Toot, sweet. Toot sweet. Those sweets that go toot when you toot on them. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that song? Chee chee bang bang. Go toot when you toot on them. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the exact words, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that made a fun waveform in my logic. <laughs> Your song. <laughs> yeah, Your my staccato song. Staccato song. It like is very on beat. Um, a- but yes, so so I we were talking about what we wanted to do, and I haven't been to one lately. But I it was Me on either. my mind of something to go to because there's one kind of close to us, and uh, it uh, well there there you know I moved, 
the one in Andersonville was very close. It was walking distance. But now that we're in Albany Park, there's the Horner Park mm-hmm. Farmer's Market every, I think, Saturday or every other Saturday. The reason I know about that is because I follow a hot sauce account on Instagram because I met them at an art fair. And it's now my, <laughs> my ride or die hot sauce. Oh, um, hell yeah, So dude. shout out to Chicago's own soothsayer hot sauce. Hey, when you, fi- um, when you find a sauce like that. Oh, my God. I, it's, it's, I, it's something I've been searching for for uh, 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 my whole life. Yeah. Um, even, and even I put before it in salsa it. to make salsa a little spicier. I put it on just anything. And That's it is good. hot. It's called the one, the one that, I, that I have now in abundance from them is called Asshole Pandemic, which I guess is named after a song <laughs> from a local band. Circa 2018 has nothing to do with the COVID pandemic. <laughs> wow, that's funny. That that's just like some interesting. Bra- I mean, that's some like uh, coincidental branding. Yeah, right. Asshole pandemic. Yeah, that's funny. Well, I what's your experience? So let's see. I haven't been to a farmers market in a little while. I hadn't really been to them at all until I went to really when I came to Chicago mm-hmm. was kind of the first time that I, I went to sh- farmers markets and I haven't gone all that often in my life but it's fun to go on a Sunday or a Saturday or whatever or and in just the take case of s- Andersonville every other Wednesday evening <laughs> yes whenever they happen to be yeah and oh yeah I remember that because I would always see it when I would go to pick up my comics because my oh, comics uh-huh, were in Andersonville Mm-hmm. And I would see the the farmers market, and I'd be like, "Oh, neat! Yeah. I'm gonna go buy comics." Yeah, I'm not it's gonna a buy good one. Like they, they have a couple places that like make food, you know, like dinner, mm-hmm. which is kind of a nice thing. That's they have um, what uh, is it Thai that has like um, like f- fish sauce? Maybe I don't know, man. I'm making that up. There, I think there's like a Thai food place. Um, and it was always really good. Um, but, like, even just getting, like, fucking tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, get some tomatoes. It's, like, so nice to do at an actual place that, like, a person grew it out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, they made it themselves. Yeah. They put a lot of love and care and attention into right. that tomato. And then occasionally, here in the city, you might get a place that, like, makes candles or, like... Uh, Things that are less, you know, a bundle of kale and more like, do you want your a, spine adjusted? <laughs> more a bundle of fun. Uh, or a bundle of fun. Yeah. Yeah. You walk past Orange Theory and they're like, hey, do you want to do, do you want us to do a fitness test on you? And then we'll yeah. never stop no. calling you. Yeah, right. The thing that I always laugh at, and again, this is more of a street festival thing than a farmer's market thing, but... um. There's always a booth with a cool, like, one-to-one scale model of, like, shingles on a roof with water going over it. <laughs> like, it's almost like a fountain. And it, like, shows that, like, these shingles are good shingles and they repel water. And it's always, like, somewhere, sometime, some <laughs> roofing company went to a festival and got, like, a thousand new customers. <laughs> yeah. How, how is that worth your time and energy and your marketing budget to go out with a little fountain to show that your roofs make water go down? <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it is? It's like they have this one prop and they, it, it's like the guy's nephew 
that does it, and he doesn't, and he does not get paid. Yeah, right. They're like, right. they're like, actually, he gets paid, but it's like, you here's some money to buy some food at the street fest. Right. You have to sit with the thing all day. You get a vendor pass, so like yeah. when you go on your break, you can go behind backstage. <laughs> yeah, behind on the street where yeah. also everyone else can go if they just yeah. step slightly to the right or yeah, left. Yeah, right. Yeah. Man. That's another thing that I think I like about farmers markets more than outdoor street festivals is even farmers markets a lot of times will have musical acts, but they're like an unplugged mandolin and guitar duo with like a guitar case on the ground with coins in it as opposed to like a bunch of loud music. Now, I yeah, like live sure. music, but like I like now, do we... soft music while eating uh, an ear of corn just as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I if I'm it's if it's depending on the vibe. If I'm looking at heirloom tomatoes, I want there to be like Nickel Creek playing. That's right. Yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm looking to get my spine cracked, I want there to be some dad rock going. If I'm looking for if I'm looking for a, a demonstration of shingles, I better see an ABBA cover band. Oh, I <laughs> better please. Yeah. Mama Mia, here I go again, talking about these shingles. They're so <laughs> great. I'm the dancing queen. Look at me up here. Yeah, I was going to say, Only. how do you make Chiquitita into shingles? Like, shingle. Shingle tita. Shingle, shingle, shingle. shingle Maybe fountain? just shingle, shingle. 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 Shingle demo. <laughs> shingle. <laughs> Sing a new song, shingle demo. demo. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think that's it. Um, well, that's it for us, folks. We yeah, just wanted to get later. to that. We wanted to get to that <laughs> joke. Thanks for tuning we, in. We finally got to that joke, and so we're done for the day. Yeah, we're done with the podcast. Yeah, we finally did it. Yay! Um, but do so we, but we're not talking about outdoor street festivals, although we sure have been. <laughs> but I was going to ask: Do we need to define a street fest so that we can define? Because do people know what that is if they don't yeah, live in Chicago? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's kind of I I, I can't imagine it as a Chicago specific thing. Although Chicago probably has its own spin on what they are. I had never been to one before going to Chicago before moving here. Like we had one in also, my hometown, which was suburban Indianapolis. Like like a, a a number of them that like closed down the kind of downtown area and and you know like in fact I was in a band and we played at one one summer. Um, oh, nice! It's like rock the district. I think is what I guess it was we called. were. I guess there were similar things that went on, but like the way that the streets worked in Texas were so like it would be uh, very weird if one got shut down for something. Uh, I guess. Uh -huh. Like it was such a it was such like a dr driver heavy culture that like I don't even know. But I, I, maybe there there's definitely street fest in like Austin and stuff. Like that's probably for sure. Right. But just not in my small town. So. For those who are unfamiliar, Street Fest is they take a section of the street and they turn it into like a mini little festival. Mm -hmm, and there's like mm -hmm. places to get food and there's little shops and there's like little, a kid zone. There's like a kid zone. And and there's a place like where a little stage that's set up a lot of times and there'll be some like acts that perform everything. In a couple of months, barring any unforeseen circumstances, I will be talking at length, probably on the Patreon, because that's where we talk about, like, our life instead of just, like, a topic. I will probably talk the entire half hour about Lincoln Square's Apple Fest. <laughs> yeah, baby. My favorite festival of the year. That's a really good one. It's like I've never been. denim jacket ass. 
Oh, for sure. And like all the local restaurants are out there selling an expensive version of a thing they already make, but it's got like a slice of an apple in it and you have to Mm. wait in a long line and there's too far too many strollers (laughs) and you got to watch out for your ankles. But boy, oh boy. Is it a delight to get local mini donut vendor Dinky Delights with, like, apple cinnamon? (laughs) Now, do you have to watch out for your ankles because of all the kids from these strollers are trying to bite them ankles? And just the wheels. Oh, the wheels themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That tracks. Yeah, you should call it ankle fest instead of apple fest. Might as well. And Jean's Sausage Shop. This is getting into, like, really, like, Northside Chicago specifics here, but... Um, in Lincoln Square, there's this place called Jean's Sausage Shop, which has like every kind of sausage you could ever want, and it's like a a staple of this, you know, German village turned mm. like <laughs> gentrified, rich young white family's neighborhood. Um, and they have a rooftop bar that they sell like bratwurst and beer, and they just have literal barrels of apples that you like walk by and grab. And I, um, this is kind of pre-COVID that I have the like rose-colored memories of Apple Fest, but like I would be up there with like seven or eight friends for like an hour or two, and then like move down off the roof to uh, like a bar and spend the rest of the day there. Just like a full ass day with all of your music improv friends. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Just the best. Man, halcyon days. Yeah. Never, will never come back. I remember <laughs> some of those, like, like Apple Fest comes to mind and there were some days back in like my first year in Chicago or maybe like the very beginning of my second where there was like a group of us from our IO classes who would meet to write a web series like once a week. And what we ended up doing was we'd be together for two hours. We'd maybe brainstorm one idea for a total of five minutes. And the other hour and 55 minutes was just spent fucking around and then going to a diner. And I remember at the time being at the diner thinking, this is one of the best days of my life. And I will look back on this day as being a fun day. Am I in a TV show? (laughs) Am I in friends? Yeah. I I know that feeling. I had that feeling a lot in high school. Weirdly. Like I had a very good high school experience with, with like really good high school friends. And like one of my good friends in high school, his mom would always be like, you guys basically live in happy days. Yeah, yeah. She was like, you guys don't realize it now, but like when you get older, especially when you start meeting other people who had different high school experiences than you, you're going to be like, wow, we really had a very specific high school experience that is not indicative of everybody's high school experience. Of the world, yeah. (laughs) Like I want to make a high school show, like a high school TV show about my high school experience. And there's no drugs, no alcohol, no sex. Yeah. And just a lot it's of like footloose, but everybody's okay with the no dancing thing. They're having so yeah. much fun anyway. <laughs> everybody's just like slapping each other in the dick, right? Constantly, but it's and, called and making something like high on life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the amount of times we said that unironically because we would be like slap yeah. happy and just like making so many dumb jokes and being so goofy, right? Like truly like like hey man i'm high on life well that and mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> one time one time i don't know why we thought this was a real drinking game <clears throat> but someone told us or someone said in our group of friends that there was a drinking game which in retrospect this is not a real drinking game mm-hmm. because you would die called 60 shots mm-hmm. where you take one shot 
every minute. Oh, well, that's like a power hour, but you do it with like beer. Like yeah. you take a sip of beer or a one ounce shot of beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a shot of liquor. No. But we or didn't as drink. they did on the Doughboys a number of times, uh, McDonald's Nuggets. <laughs> oh God, that would be so or at least much. Once that they did. So that. many nugs. But we didn't drink, and so what we did was we played sixty shots, but with like the really cheap soda you get at Walmart. That's like off-brand everything. Like Rush. Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X. <laughs> it was like orange Fanta, but it was just like orange. Yeah. You know, with, without the Fanta. And we got shot glasses and we took 60, we tried to take 60 shots, one shot per minute for 60 minutes of these little sodas. And we all, I don't think any of us succeeded. More like, like 60 I, heart attacks. <laughs> like I got very close. I think I got to like 50 burps. or something before I couldn't like literally stomach it anymore. <laughs> And I was like, it, it, you, you think about that, you're like, that's what? That's not that much soda. Right. Like, I drink a lot of it soda is sometimes. 60 ounces. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. And then you're like, well, that's 60. And even on, like, normally if I'm drinking, like, a big soda from a place, it's like a 32-ounce soda. So this is double a large soda. Yeah, or from... the, like, bottle that you get at a Walgreens behind the door that's now a TV screen yes. is, like, a 20-ounce bottle. <laughs> So three of those, three of those, no ice, no nothing, <laughs> nothing's cutting it. Yeah. Just straight sauce. Just all sugar bubbles. <laughs> all sugar bubbles, baby. And it Which, was a lot Which, speaking harder. of high school, that was what they called me in high school. <laughs> all sugar bubbles? All sugar bubbles. <laughs> okay, including the all. Yeah. You had, to, you had to have the all in there. Right. Hey, all sugar bubbles, get over here. We need <laughs> someone to do some more improv. Yeah, yeah. They, Come do I, some I, comedy at my high sports. school, there was this constant, abrupt need for someone to do some more improv. <laughs> We're running out of improv. <laughs> Hurry! Yeah, it was. It was like it was like the Monsters Inc. Uh, class uh, or Monsters Inc. rules, where where the power came from comedy, from laughing. Yeah, yeah. And right. so there was constantly people doing improv. Now, to use some kind of like officey jargon. Um, hey, I just want to do a time check, everybody. Circle back here. Um, just just mm-hmm. to remind everyone, the goal of this meeting on our agenda was um, to compare farmer's markets to Star Wars. <laughs> great. Great, 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 great. Just wanted to like, n- finish that thought. but <laughs> We'll put a pin in that. Yeah. yeah. And thanks, thank you for touching base. Make sure. Um, we ha- do we have that captured? <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, it's terrible. It makes me want. It makes me want to jump out of my skin. Yeah, I'm also not as good at it as I used to be. I used to like feel like I could like pretend to to do the jargon, but I've right. been out of an office for so long. Yeah, that I I don't know how to do it anymore. I'm not. I'm not very good at it. I spent hey, an awful lot of my day today um, talking about what needs to be done on a project that I've been talking about what needs to be done for like six weeks. And while that was happening, I also was keenly aware that people kind of higher up than me were talking about me and how to like, uh, not, not like how to get me to do my job well, but to get it, to get me to do this one project less so that I could do a different project more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it was just like, I could just like, you know, when someone walks by you and you could tell they were just talking to their friend about you. <laughs> Yes. It was like that kind of all day. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Which is a really nice feeling. A great feeling to have, especially from your bosses. Yeah. The people in charge of you. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, so, okay. 
classic classic tropes of a farmer's market more than likely outdoors although there's also outdoors. this is sort of a variant the like open market or the the public market rather like the sure. famous one in seattle or there's an, an awesome one in milwaukee there's um there's the french market underneath ogilvy station here in chicago which is yes. fucking sick we're not talking about those where there's an actual um fixed brick and mortar location Despite yes. the fact that the way they get vendors is probably somewhat similar. We're talking about a thing that pops up once a week in many towns. It's like Saturday morning mm-hmm. <laughs> in the town square where the gazebo is. <laughs> There's some people like handing out flyers for local political candidates. Sure. You know They're what? Trying to, you, this is like a signatures. crazy thing that like a, a very early memory of mine, and it's only like a fragment, but it's... Being at a farmer's market, my gut tells me it was before I even lived in the Indianapolis area when I was like three living in Bloomington, Indiana, but it's possible that it was in Indy. Um, Honey sticks. Yeah. That's the full memory, essentially, but like a honey vendor with like those little straws full of different flavored honeys and like me as like a little teeny tiny munchkin being like... Sweet stick, good, yum. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. I bite it. Yeah. I bite the sweet stick. I had never had one until... That's actually where I got the name All Sugar Bubbles. It was when I was like three, my mom gave it to me. And then because of like, you know, my friends Dudes. coming over and like meeting my mom, like it just sort of ended up permeating into my friend group. And- All Sugar Bubbles. Mm-hmm. You know, I this is this is maybe a variation as well, but there are certain grocery store quote-unquote farmers markets right that are not like actual farmers markets but they are like set up in to resemble a farmer's market in that they have like like marketplace yeah fresh something fresh like produce you know like fresh time yeah fresh time right is that one actually called farmers market fresh time farmers market or is it just fresh time market i can't remember um you know what else is a common trope of a farmer's market is a Big old loud kettle corn popper. Oh, get a big old thick bag of kettle corn, the type of bag you put cotton candy in. Yummy, 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 yummy. Our our farmers market growing up, we would the like staples we would get. I'm sure my mom would get like actual produce, but the things that my sister and I were always excited for were honey sticks, these like strawberry slushies. They were basically just like slushies, but they were like real fruit or whatever. And then kettle corn. Yes, just treats. You Just know treats. the like flashcards of like different jobs, and one is farmer, and yeah. the picture is just like a guy who makes slushies and kettle corn. <laughs> yeah, that's your classic farmer like stuff. Yeah. If you're a farmer, the main thing you do is make slushies. Now, um, there's there's other kind of common tropes of farmers markets, produce and things like that. But a thing that I would like to do really quick, and I shudder at the thought, but is to do our podcast. Okay. And who? else but that famous sexy gorg monger gra is a perfect example of a vendor at a farmer's market now is now presumably is gra- if you're a gorg monger full-time in mos espa it's more of an open market or a public market kind of situation as opposed to just like a pop-up thing right now 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 uh, now I know because I had done this podcast but tell everybody what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> Gragra is this giant, scary-looking beast that, as it turns out, is um, a female, which is just kind of fun bit of color. Um, and she sells gorgs 
in the Mos Espa open market. And that's the thing that Jar Jar like grabs with his tongue and then ends up getting in trouble for. That's uh, what I was going to say. And there is a really bizarre toy they made that's like a super Rube Goldbergy ornate Pez dispenser. It's a Pez product, but it's like Gra the Gorgmonger Pez playset. <laughs> What? <laughs> or something like that. That's incredible. I'll have to um, Google an image of that too to post on the same day that I post our uh, our thing <sighs> we just discovered via AI on our Patreon <sighs> episode that comes out later this week. But if you want a preview of it, um, we we ran an AI test on uh, the phrase Marxist <laughs> gibbets <laughs> because so they tell- don't exist on Etsy or Amazon. And I just got a pair of Crocs and I want a hammer and sickle gibbet. <laughs> yes, or a little Marx, a little a little Karl Marx head. Yeah, well, some something or the one that said hip. Uh, my camera. Or the one that said "hippity hoppity," abolish private property. Yeah, with the picture of a frog. That was pretty cute too. Um, that one wasn't AI. Here's That's a question, just... and this would be the resistance point that you would get as a, a socialist from the run-of-the-mill capitalist indoctrinated person, including myself. I would say, um, True. not not capitalist, but capitalist indoctrinated. Um, mm-hmm. Abolish private property. Okay, but what if you just what bought a toothbrush? What if you just bought an apartment? Oh, oh, yes. What yes, happens yes. to that? <laughs> now, I think I, I think that um, well, technically the bank owns it, right? Yeah, they own um, they own eighty percent of it, and I get to use the lower half of the <laughs> rooms, and then only some of the rooms. Now, I think the I think the thing here is like you're not a landlord, right? And no, so, right. So you would be. I think the the I think. As far as I understand, I'm it, and like I'm the not the best thing you could be. Yeah. A partial owner of one sixth of a building where no one else is an owner, and we have cats chase away our mice. <laughs> yes, I I am by no means like the most well versed in like communist or socialist doctrine. Sure, theory. and I'm not. And in theory, I'm not the most well read. I just like to look red. at the memes. <laughs> I am very red though, tanky. Um, but I. As far as I understand it, or what I would say, is I think home ownership is fine as long as you're not a landlord who is hoarding property. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I would say. Um, but because there's also like the whole difference between personal pro- property and private property, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like pri- personal property is the things that you actually own, like that you've bought. That you you know what I mean? A nice and no one thing of speakers. Yeah, nice thing. Is a speakers. glass, and a drinking under, glass. Under communism, no one's going to go take away those things. Right, like right. that's not what gets taken away. But private property is a different definition that I'm not like confident enough to be like this is what private property means. But I think you could still own your house. But I don't know for sure. Maybe we'd have to come for you, Mike. You know what's funny? Just the other day in the shower, I was thinking about Star Wars. Because, Classic. like, it's not just the hour a week that we do this podcast. I, well, not that we ever fucking talk about Star Wars on this <laughs> podcast, but I do think about Star Wars all the time, and it is pretty fucking embarrassing. But I was thinking about um, the High Republic series, uh, mm-hmm, which I only mm-hmm. read the first book of and part of the second before I was like, I don't think I like to read. Um, yeah, <laughs> but re- reading I, is boring. I was thinking, like, you know, a lot of the. It, it, imagery and the setting of the high republic is like essentially 
the very first couple of pages is like the day before a big war starts, but otherwise it was like halcyon days. It was, um, there wasn't war. It was a peaceful time where planets were joining together to form a democratic republic or whatever. And yeah. uh, I was thinking, man, it'd be cool to see more stuff like that in the Star Wars universe. And then I was like, oh, wait, Star Wars. Like, Wars mm. is literally half the name, which means yeah. there kind of always has to be a war, which right. is funny that that's like the 11th thing down the list of tropes that are inherently Star Warsy. You know, we have a list of them ourselves. Right. Uh, is there sneaking around? Is there good music? War is like kind of not even big enough to make it on the list because you never really see the impact of war. You just see like two no. people fighting with laser swords and occasionally the guys with the boots on the ground. Yeah, very um, occasionally you see that. But anyway, the reason I was thinking about this was thinking about socialism and, and farmers markets and Star Wars has open markets and it, Star Wars is inherently a capitalist society because there's things like slavery and there is things like war, which mm-hmm. is presumably over things like uh, resources resources and power. Um, yeah. And then I was thinking like, I wonder if there is, and, and I'm sure here now as I say this, there is probably some story or comic or like whatever, where there is a planet whose civilization is inherently socialist. Mm, I also remember thinking at one point in all the Mandalore episodes of the Clone Wars, thinking, um, and even like the show The Mandalorian, it's weird that all these Mandalorian clans are constantly at war with one another. Like, there's all these wars from planet to planet, but on one planet, they all fight each other. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's literally this. (laughs) Yeah, that's our planet. We don't have interplanetary wars. We just fight each other on the same planet like a bunch of fucking idiots. This is what we talked about. It's like world leaders don't watch the Star Wars cartoons for children. (laughs) Yeah, this is what we talked about on the Patreon again. (laughs) Go check out the Patreon to listen to us talk about how the to hear a follow-up conversation about aliens <laughs> yes a lot of good alien talk on the patreon this week <clears throat> well uh, on that note should we jump into the break yeah we probably should <laughs> and then come back yeah all right let's go Yahoo! and we're pack of different vegetables <laughs> <laughs> sure sure I'll, uh, I'll, you know I'll a pack of vegetables and we're stacks yeah. of Potatoes. Uh, vegetables. <laughs> vegetables. Um, labels and, and gerbs. Of vegetables. I've got the game this week. Uh, here on the podcast, we play a game after the break. And, of course, we're talking about farmer's markets this week. We're going to go to an old uh, Hasui standby of Chain Reaction. Woo. Which is when uh, you've got two words with a bunch of blanks in between, and you have to fill in the gaps to make a series of two-word chains. Something like uh, uh, bookshop, shop local, local honey, honey trap, that kind of thing. Very nice. And uh, I'll let I'll I'll give you the starting word and the ending word, and you can choose if you want to uh, the first letter under the first letter in the word under the first word. Or the first letter in the word over the last word. And then we work right. our way to, through the whole chain. Now, um, so you'll need a pen and paper, I suppose. But um, while you're looking for that, I'm going to tell you oh, the yes. little wrinkle in this week's game. Okay. It is just like all the other chain reactions we've played, but there is a surprise hidden inside. Sort oh. of like a daily double, but better. And when okay. you find it, 
you'll be rewarded with a multimedia presentation. <gasps> Exciting. Which is to say, me speaking. <laughs> that is multimedia. I'm watching you and listening. That's true. Okay, I've got, I got it. I got a pencil and paper. Cool. So, the first um, words that you are connecting are farmers and market. Okay. And there are one, two, three, four words in between. It's a nice tight one. Would you like to get your first letter in the word under farmers or over market? Under farmers. First letter of that word is O. Is it farmers only? It is farmers only. (laughs) Farmer (laughs) dating site app or whatever. Listeners, you can play along at home. See if you can guess the answers before Josiah. Now, would you like uh, the first letter of the word under only or a letter above market? Under only. All right. The next or that that first letter is C. Mm. Only C. Only connect. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been so good if I used a different game in this game. Both of which are game shows I rip off. Yes. Um, it's not only connect. Damn. Would, would you like another letter there or a letter above market? Another letter. All right. The next letter is H. C H. Only choice. It is not only choice. It hmm. turns out there is another choice you could have made. <laughs> mm, interesting. Another letter, please. I. C-H-I. Only child. It is only child. There we go. So we have farmers only, only child. Would you like a letter under child? Yes. All right. That word starts with the letter S. Is it child star? It is child star. <laughs> yeah. Now we only have one word left. It's between star and market. Would you like to try to guess it before you get a letter? Yeah, let me see. Star Wars, Wars Market. Oh man, Wars no. would have been great. Um, star, Starfield, Field Market. That's oh my not god, really that was thing. really close. Really? The first two letters were right. <laughs> star Fire, Fire Market. No. Starfield. Starfire. Star. Would you like a third letter after S-I? Yeah. Yes, please. S. Star. Fish. Fish. Fist market. <laughs> oh, fish market. Yeah. Starfish. <laughs> I was like, fish oh my market. God, that famous thing, the starfist. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so the answer to this chain is farmers only, only child, child star, starfish, fish market. There are definitely some people screaming at their headphones oh, totally. being like starfish fish market yeah yeah uh all right your next chain no surprise yet hmm mm, interesting your next chain you are connecting the words old with the word mcdonald <laughs> and there are one two three four five words in between the listeners playing along at home at home playing along <laughs> at home Get a lined piece of paper and write the word old and then skip five lines and write the word McDonald on the sixth and uh, you got yourself a game here. You got yourself a game going on. I'll take one this time above McDonald. All right. The letter above McDonald or the word above McDonald starts with M. Mold McDonald. It's not Mold McDonald. (laughs) Okay. Damn. Would you like Mm. another letter there? Yeah. All right. The next letter is I. Mr. McDonald? It is not Mr. McDonald. <laughs> uh, I'll take another letter. The next letter is C. Michael McDonald. It is Michael McDonald of Steely oh. Dan and the Doobie Brothers and, of course, his illustrious solo career. 
Uh, would you like a letter above Michael or a letter under old? Above Michael. All right. That word starts with G. George Michael. It is George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> above George. That word starts with the letter B. By George? By George! He's got it! <laughs> uh, that was not the multimedia display. Okay. Thank um, man, you are killing this. Um, above by or under uh, old? Above by. That starts with the letter S. Standby? It is standby. Nice. Now, do you want to guess the word that happens between old and stand without a letter? Sure. Um, old hand, handstand? Yes! <laughs> Man, yes! you just obliterated that one. Old hand, handstand, standby, by George, George Michael, Michael McDonald. <laughs> Hmm, interesting. Still no special surprise. I feel good about that. No special surprise. What's All going right, on? All right, I'm glad that this is going fast because the special surprise is needlessly long. <laughs> oh, uh, I think I remember hearing about this special surprise. That's right. Yeah, we cover some of this in the Patreon later on, on in the week if you're a patron of our Patreon, patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit. All right, this one, you're connecting the word potato with the word tomato, <laughs> which mm-hmm, happened potato, to tomato. be the names of the two cats that I just came home from work, and they were both on our couch, our, our outdoor patio couch. Oh, good. Um, they're, the, they're the cat mice chasers that we employ at our home. <laughs> good little guys. Potato and tomato. Tomato is a little bit redder than potato. <laughs> That's how you can tell. And how many between? I'm sorry. Yes, that's one, two, three, four, five between them again on this one. Okay. And maybe somewhere in there is a special surprise. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it's potato, potato. Potato is next. Yep. (laughs) Then after that is potato. (laughs) (laughs) Potato again. Um, Can I get a letter under potato? Yes, it starts with P. Potato... Pie. It's potato. No, I'm kidding. It's not pie <laughs> or potato. The next letter, do you want the next letter? Uh-huh. Is A, P-A. This better not be an egg pan situation. It, it's not. Listeners, um, what Josiah is referring to, if you're not familiar, is the first time we played this game, I insisted that a two-word phrase of egg pan was indeed something, and uh, I still stand by that, but he and both, both Josiah and my sister thought that egg pan was not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. And so, so now we call we call any um the 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 um what's this fucking game called chain reaction equivalent of a slant rhyme or even just a non rhyme we call an egg pan <laughs> yeah so it's not potato pan it's not potato pan potato par party <laughs> uh no but do you want the next letter p a yes. the next letter is n wow potato pants. No, it's not potato pants. <laughs> but what potato is pantry? that, by the way? Oh, uh, that's whenever you, uh, <laughs> you, you, you skin the outside of a potato so well uh, that it uh-huh. stays together, all the skin stays together, and then you just, like, you call them potato pants because you put your fingers in them and they oh, walk okay. around. okay, I see. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, it's not that. <laughs> is it potato pantry? No. The next letter, no. do you want the next letter? Yeah. Is C. Potato pancake. Yeah, potato pancake. 
Although potato pan would have been something because it's in that famous vocal warm-up. Sit on a potato pan, Otis, sit on a potato <laughs> pan, Otis, sit on a potato pan. Oh, oh I haven't heard that one in a while. Uh, but yeah, potato pancake is the first one. Do you want a letter under pancake or a letter above tomato? Let's go above tomato. All right, that begins with the letter H. Heirloom. It is heirloom tomato. Nice. Now, do you want a letter under pancake or a letter above heirloom? Under pancake. Under pancake begins with the letter H. Pancake house? Yes, it is. Pancake house. Nice. Would you like a letter under house or a letter above heirloom? Above heirloom. All right. That word starts with the letter F. Family heirloom? It is family heirloom. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Now, we've got potato pancake, pancake house, and then a blank. And then under that is family heirloom tomato. Would you like a letter? House something family. House something family. Yeah, give me a letter. (gasps) Whoa. Long ago, in a faraway land, there were two warring kingdoms, separated by a broad, roaring river. The Pantagrons and the Eglistas. The peoples of the rival realms never knew a life of peace, for the nations had been at war for generations. After decades of bloodshed, the kings, Alistar Pantagron and Jamison Eglista, were both killed on the same fateful night. In an act of mutual respect for these royals, an armistice was arranged. House Pantagron and House Eglista both elevated their heirs to the respective thrones, Alistar's son, Roman Pantagron. And because Jameis then Eglista had no sons, his daughter, Junelia, was crowned queen of House Eglista. Messengers crossed the great river, bringing each new monarch news of the other, including intricate paintings of their likenesses. It was then that these new young rulers immediately fell in love at first sight. Each fell into a slumber on that night with fat, uh, with fast heartbeats of star-crossed love. Upon their wake, the familiar sounds of battle could be heard at the kingdom's Uh, outer defenses. The new rulers, both realizing the danger of this fighting might be to their beloved newfound objects of desire, leapt from their beds and ran through their towns. They ran and ran to the banks of the great river. Stop! yelled Roman Pantagron to his men. Cease fire, you queen! Cease fire! Your queen demands it! shouted Junelia Eglista. After some time, the arrows and stones quieted. The new monarchs looked across at one another, only barely making out the other's features. I love you! they both yelled in unison as if by magic. Gather up all the logs and branches from the defensive walls, shouted Pantagron to his men. I must be closer to this new queen, this fair maiden and fairer leader. Eglista had her men do the same. Little by little, the men on the front lines went from (laughs) arrow firers to bridge builders, making small docks into larger piers, and ultimately the largest structure either kingdom had ever seen, an enormous bridge that crossed the great river and met in the middle. 
The two lovers ran to the middle and shared true love's first kiss. Hear me now, shouted Junelia Eglista. The houses of Pantagron and Eglista shall no longer be at war. On this day, we lay down our arms and form a new alliance of kingdoms, a greater alliance than ever seen by the eye of man in this realm or the next. I, said Roman Pantagron, we shall wed, I and Junelia, and likewise the kingdoms of Eglista and Pantagron. Within the week, the couple was wed, and the kingdoms became one. Resources were shared, and additional bridges were built, but none were as grand as the original, the bridge built by love, and the site of the two leaders' nuptials. The bridge stood far above the rest and served as a symbol to all who traveled the river. Its sides were built of dissimilar materials, but they met in the middle in a display of beautiful synergy. The structure that spanned Eglista and Pantagron. This icon became known to all who saw it as the Egg Pan Bridge. <laughs> and today you, yes you, Josiah, uh. reap the benefits of these formerly quarreling realms turned unified society. For you get to cross the Egg Pan Bridge. <laughs> so... If I understand this correctly, it's potato pancake, pancake house, house egg pan, bridge, egg pan bridge family, family heirloom, heirloom tomato. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, if it's obvious, uh, the backstory of that is I got halfway down in both directions and then was like, I don't fucking know. I'll just say free space. <laughs> <laughs> but then on my way home from work today I thought no you know what this is an opportunity to be a complete dumbass <laughs> no you just I was beautiful <laughs> that was some D&D ass shit I loved it <laughs> you see that in, uh, new D&D movie trailer I'm aware that it exists but no I haven't watched it yet it's fun Fun. Oh, brother boy, shit. I'm like sweating was, now. That was like yeah, so that was embarrassing. A, that was a real, perf- that was a, no, that was a real performance. Like I would be sweating too. That I was, was trying to do Galadriel. Was that clear? That was absolutely clear. Okay. I could totally see that. Oh, well, anyway, I won. That's the game. I can't believe I won again. Yeah, yeah. So should we do the thing we do where in the last 10 minutes we try to make it seem as though we've been doing our homework the whole time? Yeah, 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 totally. Well, I have mentioned Grogra the Gorgmonger, which is definitively you a farmer's d- market type of thing. You did do your due diligence and mention her. Now, farmer's sure. markets are definitively a summertime thing because they are largely outdoors. And uh, you can go see a Star Wars movie in the summer. But yes. like recently, like in recent years, the big release dates tended to be around Christmas. So I wouldn't say... Star Wars as a chili is inherently summer. No. I would say sure. it's it's a continuous drip around the fucking clock 24-7. There's always some new Star Wars things. So. Yeah, just like force-feeding us Star Wars. The regularity like of Star Wars is not very farmer's market. No, that's true. Because farmer's markets are... That's what's fun about farmer's markets is they're not every day. Right. That's the fun thing. Good and evil, it's a very clear divide in Star Wars, but I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of evil at play at farmer's markets. Perhaps perhaps auxiliary things, like if there's maybe like a big shot vendor who is like a real big industrial type farmer, but if that person exists, they wouldn't be bothering with the literally small potatoes of a farmer's market. Yeah, the literal small actual baby potatoes. Yeah, right. Um... Sneaking around, uh, 
you kind of don't want to sneak around at a farm. I mean, like if you're yeah, vending, no, you'd look suspicious. <laughs> you'd look suspicious if you're a vendor there. You don't want to sneak around because you want people to have see your product, right? Um, There's not inherently good music, but every so often they'll have music. Again, like a single yeah, person playing the guitar. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so that's um, like maybe partial credit. Is it a story? No. No. Does it have a hero's journey? No. It's not a movie or a TV show. How many times had I said Pantagron and Egglista before you knew I was going for Eggpan? Was it at the oh, very I, end? It was the very end. Okay, I had no good, idea. Good. <laughs> I kept trying the entire time to be like, like what the fuck what is he saying? are they going to be? Like, I was like, this is going somewhere. Yeah, I was and so I glad that you brought up Eggpan earlier because I was like, yes, yes, okay. <laughs> good, good, good. We have context. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this is going to be something, and I just don't know what it is yet. And yeah. I kept trying to like piece it together, and I was like, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> it was very satisfying for me. Yeah, it's the Eggpan Bridge. So now here, listeners, when we do, when we inevitably do a, a, a chain reaction game again, if we find ourselves struggling to connect two words, uh, we now have the shorthand of what an Eggpan bridge is. Yeah, we, we can go back. You and don't I'll just need like, previously on How Star Wars Is It. <laughs> no, you don't have to listen to that audio again. Now you understand. Right. I mean, you could if you want to, because it was beautiful. <laughs> and it was very enjoyable to listen to. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's going to be pretty low. It's going to be pretty low rating. We should, let's freaking just bite the bullet and yeah, do I'm this Yeah, I'm trying to think, thing. is there any other like category that we could maybe squeeze out a little bit of credit for? Characters? Are there like... I don't know. There's like, are there classic farmers market characters? All right. Not really. I mean, like, you always kind of end up seeing the same crew if you go regularly. You know, like, sure. The hipster couple and that um, hipster couple, and then there's like the hipster couple. The hipster couple, and then there's the hipster couple with a baby. Yeah. Every so often there'll be a guy like doing balloon animals. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Um, balloon animals are kind of Star Wars practical effects. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, they, they, uh, it's often a lot of booths that have the same thing, mm -hmm. you know, like a lot of booths have tomatoes and onions or whatever. Yeah, and sure. that is a little Star Wars where like you return episode after episode of either the films or like a, any given TV show. And it's always kind of more of the same. Yeah, and every so that. often there's a weird one, you know, like the last Jedi or like a place that has homemade ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, it's also, we haven't discussed this, but, like, there are places, to, there are markets in Star Wars, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there's also not really food in Star Wars. That's true. Which is <laughs> something we've discussed before, too. Yeah, so that kind of goes I, this, both this ways. The thing I'm stumbling upon here is um, variety, but no, not really. <laughs> like, that yeah. should be a go-to category. <laughs> For sure. But then, yeah, right, food they must eat. They must all eat all the time, but we only ever see it happen like once or twice. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's gonna be kind of low. I feel like we haven't done a great job at getting at No, not really, good... but I told a story about two warring kingdoms. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. So that was good. <laughs> this, this episode is gonna be called episode 180 or whatever, Farmer's Markets, and then like the description is gonna say... <laughs> <laughs> the description's gonna say like Mike and Josiah talk about socialism and Mike tells a story about two kingdoms <laughs> <laughs> while playing chain reaction yeah well let's see let's give it a rating what yeah. do you I, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do zucchinis that's good and I'm gonna do honey sticks 
Honey sticks. Uh, I'm giving it two big honking zucchinis. Yeah, like two came to mind because that's our like go-to like non-committal answer. But I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say farmers markets are a one. <laughs> wow, look at them go. <laughs> Even though there are literal markets in Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. Even though. Wow. Wow. He's done it, folks. He's he was planting his flag in the sand, <laughs> and I respect it. I'm gonna stay at two though. So there you have it, folks. I love this episode. <laughs> it is complete chaos. This is a good episode. Yeah. A great And you know what else? Episode. It's a good it's a good episode of a good podcast. Speaking at of, Gmail. do you want us on the internet? Do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at House Star Wizards on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com. We got a really good email the other day. Oh shit, really? Yeah. You're gonna love this shit, man. Hold on, I gotta pull it up. SSN underscore notification exclamation point exclamation point colon. SSN suspension mail exclamation point. Oh no, they're suspending our social security number? Dear a good podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Due to suspicious and fraud, not fraudulent, but fraudulent, oh. fraudulent activities, we regret to inform you that your social security number, SSN, will be suspended within 48 hours. To know more about the case, please refer to the attached notice, kindy, not kindly, kindy, kindy update to our team, exclamation word, exclamation point, (laughs) (laughs) team SSA USA. I don't know. Honestly, that whole thing (laughs) seems just a little bit fraudulent. Yeah, that's a little fraudulent to me. Kindy update our team. Yeah. Anyway, that's the best email we've gotten recently, so please send us yeah, real send emails. Yeah, send us a real one, a good one. <laughs> because we just get spam, and it's hilarious. And that email is agoodpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also um, hear more of this kind of nonsense. This episode's a really good indication of the kind of energy we yes. bring to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash it. We do a weekly bonus episode over there. Uh, it's like a half hour long bonus episode of us talking about our lives and our weekend and I'm moving into a new apartment and stuff like that. Uh, it is only $5 a month. We also do a monthly kind of long form thing. It's typically a film commentary. We've done all 11 uh, kind of main canon Star Wars films um, as well yes. as The Matrix and Ocean's Eleven. And have we done another film yet or is that what we're going to be doing soon? We're going to be doing yeah. soon. Stanzi, yeah. <laughs> Stanzi, um, and uh, so again, that's on uh, our Patreon. You also get access to our Discord. Um, check check it out. We'd love to have you over there uh, supporting the show. It's a good time. So that's about it. So sandwiches to Star Wars. It's about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So like we always say, we, we love, love you, and may, may the, the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye bye. Bye.